Coming to you live from Long Island, New York, in our beautiful town of Babylon. Welcome to Her Community 2 Podcast. I am your host, Catherine Carella, and Ryan O'Neill Williams from ilovebabylon.com. As always, women are first. Happy listening. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of Her Community 2 Corona Cast. Uh, with me, your host, uh, Catherine, uh, Kat Corella, and uh, Ryan O'Neill Williams from I Love Babylon on Radio.com. Ryan, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm the one who's sick. You're stealing my thunder. I'm sorry. Was I doing that? I'm sorry. Start again. <laughs> no, there's no do overs. There's no do overs. No do overs. That's right. No yeah. do overs. The show must go on, okay? I, I need to get paid. Uh, apparently, they're saying that that uh, that celebrities are getting paid to say they have the novel coronavirus. Why? But what? What? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, exactly. Why would somebody say that? I'll I've tell been... you why. I, this angers me. I'll tell you why. Because people. Lo- this this is a form of malicious gossip. This that's all it is. People just got nothing better to do now, especially that they're home, is to make shit up yeah. and throw it out there and hope it spreads like fire. Yeah, I gotta tell you. And they feel like, oh my god. And I know that firsthand. <laughs> I know that firsthand because before you know it, you're gonna find out that somebody is like 60 years old and pregnant with twins from two different dads. That's what's going to happen with all this. Trust me, I know. What? I never I never knew anything more about myself until I heard malicious gossip out there. Oh, oh, you you, you, you I can relate I can I can relate. I I never I, listen. And I was a mean girl in high school. So I were. So you know the tactics. I know the tactics oh. when somebody is out there or somebody you envy them and what do you do you try to take that's what mean girls do but you outgrow that well you should you should yeah it sounds like maybe you're getting your comeuppance (laughs) oh yeah because it makes me mad when people like you know make shit up just to put it out there and then sit back with their arms folded and like you know waiting to see the show wait to see the show literally and the crazy thing is this started from another celebrity, uh, and you know, I guess she is. That is what she is. But I can't believe people get their news from this person. Cardi B apparently is the person who's saying, "Yeah, uh, I think," uh, and she didn't even say it full on. She just said, "I think people are getting paid to say it, and if that's the case, call me so I can say it too, and so I can get paid." And I'm just like. Is that all this really is about? Like getting money? I, I, why? Why would someone ever, ever, ever say, "I got the novel coronavirus," and so that they could get paid to do that? It doesn't even make sense. And I guess Idris Elba and his wife, he's, she was accusing him, uh, and she's like, "He's like, what? What are you talking about? That's just bull!" And I would never do that. I don't even understand why someone could. It's like a serious disease. Why would I want to even do that? Say, no, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any unless they were Joe. I mean, because we need to start getting some humor back here. I know, but that's not what they were doing. They were, you they know, were we really, we are, because this is, this is, this is, 
This is depressing. Okay, it, it, this is very, very depressing. Well, let's talk about you. How do you feel today? Because yesterday, you did feel a little under the weather. If you, you I still do. No, I, I, I know, but I, uh, I force myself to feel better. You know, because okay. I, I don't want to lay in bed all day long. I'm, I'm, that's not me. I've never been that way. Yeah, but how are you feeling now? What's, I feel, what's I feel, up? well, I feel horrible now. The, the fever went away. Okay, that's good. That's so I forced good. myself to go out. I had the mask, sunglasses, a hat, gloves. I had the whole bit. And then I went in on a mission to my local. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to start dropping names because promote, 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 good or bad, whatever. But it might keep people on their toes, whatever. I went to my local shop, right? And they had everything I needed except, which I didn't need, but I did happen to take a look. They had no paper products. Yeah. Now, there is a industrial company or a marketing company, whatever it was. I forgot what they called themselves. Some, they, they call themselves a marketing company. They sell paper towel and toilet paper in bulk to um, companies. And now they are offering, they put it in a group, a Facebook group that they are offering. If you buy in bulk and it's it's huge bulk, we're talking like 50 rolls, 100 rolls. Uh, inexpensive. They were saying 50 rolls of toilet paper is, I think, 50 bucks. Why? Why do you need 50 rolls of toilet You don't, paper? but people can't find, like, somebody else put, and I'm in these groups, because I got nothing else better to do. I'm just looking to see what everybody's doing to survive. And one woman said that she uh, was buying toilet paper, uh, not a ridiculous high amount. It's what they had for sale. For twenty one ninety nine for a six pack, come on, that's, that's gouging. That's, that's gouging. gouging. Yes. All I'm just saying to you is, uh, do we really, really? I don't know how people were filing toilet paper before. I got to tell you, I bought I bought toilet paper and paper towels at Costco. That's where I bought my toilet paper and, and, and paper towels. Uh, and so, unfortunately, for I guess a lot of people. They don't do it like that. Maybe they buy it from week to week or month to month. But I, when I buy it, literally, the stuff lasts for months. It does I last. Know. I go to ShopRite and I buy my... Sometimes I'll buy my consumables at Walmart. But it is cheaper. More Nine times out of ten, it's cheaper. Like at ShopRite, uh, they'll say... Uh, uh, especially the... Uh, uh, Scott tissue, the one pla- the the big roll, the bigger roll. Okay. They'll have that like for uh like an eight pack or a uh, twelve pack for on sale for like fifteen ninety nine, which is cheap for Scott tissue. It's it does last a long time, especially if you have girls in the house. Scott tissue is your best friend because it's not two ply. Because young girls, some women, we make the size of a softball. <laughs> for some reason I don't know why we do for that extra protection and it doesn't clog up because it's one ply it's still good it's a uh, great to- it, tissue paper and same thing with uh, paper towels I'll buy uh, a 12 pack for like $7.99 $8.99 and it does last I buy that once a month and there's three of us here in the household do you have any idea why people are freaking out about toilet paper in particular what is that you know something? I don't know. I don't because if you run out, listen. If you run out, and this, I don't know why this would sound gross, but I mean, if you run out, you can always use a wash rag. 
Yes. And wash it in their washing machine. That's not going to go. What did the pioneers do? They use stuff like that. What's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's any, if anything, it's better than for the environment, I guess. I'm just saying, though, people have to have gauged how much toilet paper they use on a regular basis. I don't know. Why not and food? I don't understand that. I really food don't. Food, I get. Food, I understand. Food, I kind of understand. Because, okay, oh, my gosh. What if the supply line of food gets cut off? I have a business owner who I work with, um, and she, her supply line to do what she wanted to do anyway has gotten cut off. So even if she wanted, she were an essential business, she wouldn't be able to run business anyway because her supply line is cut off. That is not happening with, with toilet paper, all right? And that could possibly happen with food because food people have to get out in the fields they've got to work together they've got to do whatever it is i mean even these restaurants where people are doing whatever they're doing uh you've got to sort of be in the kitchen together like a few people in the kitchen together right and so unless they're family and living in the same house uh quite frankly you kind of have to say okay we, we we can't do social distancing if we're coming from multiple different households and doing this here uh, so so the supply line of that kind of food could possibly be interrupted but it hasn't and that's not the thing that they're freaking out about the thing they're freaking out about it's is toilet, toilet paper i you know what like i said i went to shop right yesterday um i went to the one in deer park where I live. I usually go there. More, no, I should say that. I usually go to the one in Comac. I, I like to shop out of my area. I don't want to be stopped. I don't want to meet a neighbor while I'm shopping because when I'm in shopping mode, I I look busted. So I don't want to sit and chit chat with anybody. I just want to get my stuff and get out and get home. Sure. So um, I did notice that the, the eggs were gone. Uh, all, all the, the shelves were wiped up. They had so many eggs that they put out, they left them in the boxes. They just had you take from the eggs from the boxes that they come what? in. You mean the empty cartons were sitting there? No, no, no. Empty oh, shelves. Oh, the oh, shelves oh, were oh, empty. They didn't oh, even bother oh, putting the uh, carton of eggs out of the boxes to put on the shelves. They just brought the boxes on the floor for you to help yourself because wow. the shelves <laughs> were so empty. A, a bare empty. And again, limit to two carton of eggs per customer same thing with a lot of things i saw with the with the meat um i saw that the freezers uh the frozen section the ice cream was well stocked again sunday the the pickings were slim yeah last week because people went out on saturday and Sunday, because they knew it's Sunday at 8 p.m., the whole place was going to be locked down. You're going to be inside. But not the supermarkets. Yes, yeah. They, they asked, no, <laughs> they didn't assume that the supermarket would be locked down. They're assuming, listen, I'm going to be in the house with the kids. Three, have to create three meals a day. Normally, they were creating maybe one meal a day, which is probably dinner. But in on a regular school day, Kids go to school and get breakfast in some cases. Yeah. And you're not feeding them for lunch because you're at work. But now I'm creating three separate yep. meals. Snack. So they go in and they grab everything. I completely understand Saturday and Sunday. What I don't understand. It, it, at the beginning of this whole thing, like when they said, yo, you got a lockdown, do you have to? What I don't understand is like almost a week to two weeks before the toilet paper was gone. <laughs> I don't know what they know that I don't know. I, I I don't know either. I think that's crazy. I'm I'm well stocked on uh, 
toilet paper. I will start on paper towels. I'm not even, I'll get it some, when I run out, I'll get it from somewhere. So I'm not stressing. Yeah, yeah. Are you saying you're going to break into people's houses? Oh, no. <laughs> I, no, no, no. What I mean is that they'll, they'll have it somewhere for us to buy. Oh, of course. It will be somewhere. I got to tell you, I have to tell you, you're saying these things were missing. These things were missing at these big stop, these big stores. But what I, when I saw that happening last week, I went to little stores. I went to little local places, little local supermarkets, and they had already said, listen, our stock is going way too fast. We are going to put up limits. And so you could only get limit one eggs, uh, limit two, um, what was it? Uh, limit two, uh, a chicken. Uh, that sort of Like they literally said, listen, we're limiting you. Calm the heck down. Don't be coming up here and buying all everything out of the store so we don't have anything in the store. We want people to come to the store. We want everybody to get something. So cut that out. And so I really don't understand that hoarding in general because you're not going to all the places you can go. But of course, they're going to the major supermarkets and they're not finding what they need because everybody it's popular and everybody goes there first. You know what I mean? Right. But look out for your, your other places. There are lots of other places. You know and what? I guess people just, they're not in their right state of mind. When panic sets in, you never make the right decisions. You, you never, you don't think clearly when panic sets in. And I think um, they're panicking. What scares me now is the economy. Yeah. That, that to me is... Uh, I mean, it's, 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 everybody's affected by it. A friend of mine, um, who, you know, uh, just got laid off yesterday and she's in panic mode now. Yeah. A lot of people are telling panic me mode. I, yeah. I mean, and then she told me she even started working for Instacart, the delivery service. Wow. And she says she worked her butt off for six hours. <laughs> and made what? A hundred dollars. Because Instacart is no good. I, I, unfortunately, guys, that's not even twenty dollars an hour, right? No, At she was. With, she barely made a hundred dollars in six hours. That's I, I, yeah. That that's that's rough. And I'm gonna tell you guys, uh, even Uber pays about twenty dollars an hour, twenty twenty two dollars an hour. Uh, I, I I've tested out a lot of things. I've tested out Uber. I've tested out. Um, uh, DoorDash. I've tested out almost all of these new, uh, geez, what they call the gig economy things, just to see what they're like and be able to report them on different places. So if you, if anybody wants to know how those things work, I'll be able to tell you. And I'm telling you, Instacart is like one of the worst ones. It's not as bad in New York, and I'm telling you, it's bad. But it's not as bad in New York as it is in other places. Literally, the other places they will get six or seven or ten dollars an hour for what they're doing at, on Instacart, which is amazing to me because now more than ever, this kind of service is actually needed because people are staying home and they need you to come and do help them out do this kind of thing, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And the thing is, uh, another thing is. Um, People, they're saying, oh, there's jobs here, there's jobs here. And I do see it. They, they're, it Costco's is hiring. Uh, the local shop, right? The supermarkets are hiring. Everywhere is hiring. But the thing is, is that you don't get paid enough to live here in New York for those type of jobs. And that's what no. people have been saying yeah. way before this economy started, that retail, uh, the stores, those jobs are big here, but they're not enough to live on 
No, of course not. They're not. They're not. Cons- See what what they've always said, and this is what you know. These the, the proponents of this kind of thing will say. Well, that's not meant to be the the job that you do for the rest of your life. But there's some people that's what they can do. Uh, when they come here from other countries, uh, a lot of your credentials are not seen the same way, and so you have to do something in the interim before you get American credentials. You go to American schools and actually get some sort of of of, of degree or higher degree or whatever it is. Some people never get there; they just do it and have kids, and then their kids can get there. And, and, and you're very true. Uh, I see this in the in other groups. I'm in a lot of. Business groups, work-related groups, that sort of thing, and the constant conversation now is, "Wow, who's essential now? Your food people are definitely <laughs> yes. essential now, and you didn't want to pay us fifteen dollars. You were screaming about fifteen dollar minimum wage, and now- the meek shall inherit the earth." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see happening a lot. I thought that was really interesting that they're constantly talking about that. And and do, did you know I was talking about? Was it you I was telling about this? Uh, about fifty percent of the American workforce is now in restaurants or food service or some sort of food delivery or whatever. Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah, I, and I'll tell you how I knew that because at my job, I think it, I counted at one time. 19 to 25 food deliveries yeah a day wow at your job at okay. one shift in one sh- yes that's a lot of people but that, i mean in my head i just didn't think that was a thing i thought it was manufacturing manufacturing is no longer the big thing us in the United States of America it is food service people who are preparing our food and then the other essentials are of course our doctors and nurses right now who god bless them they're doing the, what they're supposed to be doing um Cuomo was explaining that uh today in his briefing that um that people were coming in uh nationals were coming Mental health professionals were coming in. About six thousand, seven thousand of them were coming in from uh, retirement and whatever, and and they're giving away their services online on on a um, on a what you call it line, like a like a hotline, and say you can call. It's, it's not costing you anything. You can just call and tell people how you feel during the coronavirus. I'll try to get that number before the end of the show, uh, but for sure. Um, Uh, and then other doctors are people are coming out of retirement, thirty thousand people coming out of retirement or out of what their other things they do. Like like a doctor may have decided that they they're not going to be um, a, a medical doctor anymore. They're going to branch off and do something else, or they're going to be a consultant or whatever it is, different field. They are coming back to help with this thing. And I saw quite a few interviews with those people, and they're they're scared, but they're like, yo. We have to come back. We got to be essential, and so they're coming back in. It's so crazy, but yeah, that is money. It is everything. crazy. Money's everything. Everything. Did you hear that the the um the relief bill got passed yesterday? Yes, I did. did you see how much they're actually giving to people? Um, I yes, I did. So think? for small businesses, they got um, I believe it was like three hundred and fifty billion. Okay, and so uh. 
and for people who are collecting unemployment, um, it's about between five hundred and six hundred dollars a week. Okay. That they'll be getting. So, and then the cash payments that everybody's looking for. So it's actually going to be higher. So an individual could get up to twelve hundred dollars, and then a family of four could get up to thirty-five hundred. Right, but that twelve hundred dollars is a one-time payment. Yes, that's not like a weekly thing. Like I'm. No, no, no. That's just a one-time. It's just it's generally for as a relief. Um, it may not make a dent for some. It it probably it could. Yeah. You Your know, I, I laid off should definitely be applying for unemployment. So she'll get that. She did. No, yeah, she did. So she'll get that $600 every single day, every single week. But then, week. yes, she's going to get that lump sum payment of $1,200 one single time. Do you think that is enough? What do you think? I don't think it's enough. Again, I, I you know what? I, I had this conversation with my daughter who lives out of state, she was telling me her hours got cut back dramatically. And so I had asked her, I hope you have an emergency fund because that's something I've always preached to my okay. kids. All right, you did it. Do yes, not, well, well, okay, wait, no, no, this. this is a, what no, if you don't have, what if you don't have one? What if you have had to go from paycheck to paycheck? What are we doing with $1,200? That's what I'm saying to you. Well, let me, well, hold on a second. So, I, because the thing is, is that as parents, we're supposed to bail out our kids no matter what. Uh, I don't think. But, <laughs> well, I, I mean, if it came to, if she told, well, if she told me, mom, I don't have money for this, you know, my grandkids live with her. So I got to make sure always, it never ends being a parent. It never I'm ends. I'm saying try, but you don't always bail them out out of everything. Sometimes. Well, if it came to them being homeless, yeah, you have no choice. And that's not the same thing as everything. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that's a very... I'm Well, okay, I'm talking about the extremes. Yeah. I'm not talking about a... help, helping them out so Absolutely. they can this live better. unusual circumstance. It does not right. any other time. So well, that's why I asked her, are you, you know, you do have money saved? She goes, oh, no, I do. And the reason being is because she just bought out a phone instead of making payments on it you know or leasing she actually outright bought her cell phone and that was around two grand can i tell you something no let me finish no 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 just for this (laughs) that's good because it costs you so much more so much it it does but i've tried to teach them don't try as much as possible don't use your own money always borrow or use so you have your own money put away you know don't if you anytime you make it if you want to build better uh anything uh i've even told my kids to even take out a loan and put it in a high interest um account to gain that interest and then make payments on it but at least you have a cash reserve put away somewhere so when you need it it's there it's there because you will more than likely pay back the loan than pay yourself first. That's the mentality Americans have. They don't have that mentality to pay yourself first. Very few have that discipline. I, I And I'm one of those people. I have to have money taken out of my account to put away for my 401k, for um, my, I have three investment portfolios that I have money taken out of my account every week, my paycheck, direct deposit, because I know I won't do it myself. I'll make an excuse. Oh, but I'm, I'll, I'll do it later. I, I'd rather do this or do that. So, but 
it works. You have to pay yourself first. You have to get in that mindset. You have, you have to, you have to. And that's what I've taught my kids. And thank God when my daughter had said, yes, mom, I, I do. I'm good. And I was very, very proud. I was in the onion aisle at ShopRite when she told me that. I never had a proud moment when she said that. So people who live paycheck, I get it. I remember the days when I did live paycheck to paycheck, but I always put money away. Always. Oh, I never skipped a day where I just didn't do it. Make sense? <coughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> well, you know where I always cut and put money away from? The food bill. This, I'll tell you. This is not Ryan. <laughs> this is Maddox. Uh-oh, the richest Ross man in Burrow, Babylon. The richest man in Babylon. And I'm here to tell you you are supposed to pay yourself first, not only with your money, but also with your time. Yep. Time and money should be paid to yourself first. If you have debtors, you should call them responsibly and say, my lord, my landlord, do not have the ability to pay you right today. But if you loan me that money until Tuesday, I will give it. Oh, no, that's that's wimpy. That's a whole other. Topic. I was gonna say that's wimpy. <laughs> no, no. If I have, a, if I will, if you give me a hamburger today, today I will gladly pay you Tuesday. Tuesday. No, no. This is the richest man in Babylon, and what the richest man in Babylon is about to tell you, plebiscites, you poor people, is that I am actually profiting. From this terrible time, I sold off all my stocks right before this came up. And I am going to be rich forever. While you all people are locked in your home, I am currently taking my helicopter, which has been completely sanitized, and flying away to Monte Carlo, where my sixth mansion is waiting. And all of my... my <laughs> My workers, especially food workers, (laughs) who I pay under $15 an hour, exactly $14.99 in order to not upset the (laughs) world. (laughs) These people will never ever make you rich. You will never have money. You will never have money because you do not understand the ability that we rich people have to keep you down. <laughs> you even, and you know, I even elected one of us as your president. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I think the mentality is that, um, like I was telling Alexa and her dad and I were having this conversation. Now is the time to tighten the belts. And, but we do that willingly. I, and I tried to explain that to Alexa when, um, she wanted me to, when she wants to go shopping or she wants to spend something, I always tell her, see what I do is for her, even though she's only 13, I got her a stash account where it has a debit card and they take out $20 out of my account every week and it goes onto that card and it builds, but that's money for her. So when she goes shopping, she has this debit card. Now, she has to learn to budget from that. I told her, like, she goes, oh, I'm going to have $20 this week. And I said, well, you can't go anywhere to spend it, so you keep it. 
and she has her own Amazon account, which I monitor. I have to approve all her purchases. So she hasn't done any purchasing. So that's good. I haven't seen any attempt on that. And so I'm trying to get her to realize just because you have money doesn't mean it's just fun to go spend. Keep it. I want her to get the idea of having an accumulation of money and you don't have to go out and spend it. We live beyond our means just a little bit. We're not living high off the hog, but I've always been that way. You don't, and we come from a pretty affluent, you know, I've never known what it felt like to hurt. But again, I don't really live beyond our means. And you know me, you see how I am. Oh, I do not know you, madam. <laughs> but this this news that you are telling me is terribly disturbing. It sounds like your daughter is on the way to being independently wealthy, and I don't like that. It sounds like I won't be able to trick her, to give me her money with my terrible schemes of, of weird financial uh, uh, documents and, and, and landlording and, and taking rent from her instead of owning. I, I Exactly. And you know what? We're trying to put that mentality in our head to use other people's money. Don't use yours. So when she wants to go shopping, I tell her, don't use your money. Hit your dad up. Drat! Okay. And her dad agrees with me. I do not agree with you. I want you not to do this. This is horrible. In the the words of the great Scrooge, Bar! (laughs) You are so funny. (laughs) But, But all kidding aside, people who really, they, you know what? They don't have, I guess, the luxury to think like that to pay yourself first they're worried about bills and that's what gets people down i think maybe they they figure you know if i don't pay my mortgage on time or whatever but there's always wiggle room i i guess if you talk to the mortgage companies uh, uh i don't know i've never been in that position okay so let's let's talk about what is actually happening actually it's about 30 minutes in. You want to switch over to the other program? Yeah, yes, because this is more of a business sense. So we're going to... It's gonna, kind um... of a business thing. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are doing a Corona cast every day uh, since the lock-in on... Um, starting the lock-in on Monday. If you can go back, you can actually see all the different uh, uh, shows that we have done. This is the fourth one. It's day four of the Corona cast, uh, March 26, 2020. Uh, we are locked in in our homes. We're, we're pretty much doing a quarantine. And so Kat and I decided to do both the Her Community 2 show and the I Love Babylon radio show from our homes. We've been having actually a pretty good time doing this, right? Are you having a good time? Yeah, we've been having a good time. So yeah, we're, we're good. Getting up, doing we're this good. every morning at 7, posting it by 9 a.m. I'm hoping that you will go and take a look. This program is at anchor.fm forward slash her dash community and the number two, her dash community two. Again, anchor.fm forward slash her dash community two. And then the program that you are going to pick up on right after this, we're going to start having a conversation about money and in businesses and individuals is going to be I Love Babylon. And that is at anchor.fm forward slash I Love Babylon. I-L-O-V-E-B-A-B-Y-L-O-N, where I talk about local issues that concern the town of Babylon specifically. 
But what's great is we've we've been doing this collaboration together, and so I get to talk about fun stuff over here. And I had to kick that guy Maddox Prospero right out of the room just now. You heard me kick him out. I get to ah yes, yeah, I'm telling you, he, he is arrogant. Yeah, he's so arrogant and horrible. I had to kick him out of the room because I'm I'm not I'm not gonna have him on the island back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just on her community too. He makes his appearance. Not on I Love well, Babylon. You were talking right. about money, and you sort of summoned him. It's like one of those things: the richest man in Babylon just shows up. <laughs> you talk about money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go to the next show. Kathy, you want to close up? You have anything to say? Absolutely no. Thanks everyone for joining us for this day four of Corona Cast officially, and we will continue on I Love Babylon radio.com. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We want to say thank you for joining us in this episode of Her Community 2 podcast. Please take the time to leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you can always be notified of future episodes. Have an awesome day. Until next time.